Bill O'Reilly here, Wednesday, July 13th, 2022. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. Clean energy failing in Texas. The U.S. military kills a top ISIS commander. Twitter suing Elon Musk. A new study ranks the richest counties in the USA. Also ahead, President Biden's biggest blunder. But first, high temperatures in Texas causing brownouts and other electrical problems. Wind power is being sidelined as more residents return to fossil fuels. Wind turbines typically supply 15% of the Lone Star State's energy needs. The towers are now generating less than one-tenth of their capacity because there isn't any wind. In total, Texas has 150 clean energy farms more than any other state, but they are not working very well. A U.S. airstrike in northwest Syria eliminating a senior ISIS leader. The attack killed one of the top commanders of the terror network. The Pentagon releasing a statement shortly after, quote, the removal of this ISIS leader will disrupt the terrorist organization's ability to further plot and carry out global attacks, unquote. The Islamic State remains active in at least a dozen countries, including Afghanistan. The drone assassination of that ISIS leader is chronicled in a general sense in my best-selling book, Killing the Killers. We tell you how it is done. Twitter filing a lawsuit against billionaire Elon Musk who is attempting to back out of his $44 billion proposed bid to take over the company. Executives at Twitter say his refusal to honor obligations will severely damage the corporation's stock. Musk claims the social media platform is concealing information about fake accounts, political censorship, and other violations of its policy. This one will head to federal court. Report from U.S. News & World Report lists the wealthiest counties in the country, places are ranked by income, home value, property taxes, total assets. Top 10, Nassau County, New York, Marin County, California, Arlington, Virginia, just outside D.C., Santa Clara, California, the wealthiest zip code, Loudoun County, Virginia. The median household income there, $150,000 a year. The poorest place in America, Wheeler County, Georgia. In a moment, many Americans are poorer because of Joe Biden. A commentary next. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. 
So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com. Use promo code Bill at checkout. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. President Biden's biggest blunder, diminishing the U.S. energy industry. So now he has to deal with the sheikhs of Saudi Arabia. Some facts. Saudi Arabia produces the most oil of all the OPEC countries, generating 12.5 million barrels each day. Total population of the kingdom, 34 million. The Saudi government is officially an Islamic state ruled by a king and crown princess. There is no legislature or parliament there. Saudi Arabia exists as a totalitarian state. There's no freedom of religion, press, assembly, or speech. Journalists and political opponents are routinely detained, some even killed. But as we know, in the Middle East, oil is king, and Mr. Biden needs the price of oil to drop, so he is going to Saudi Arabia to deal with people he despises, hoping he can make some kind of deal. Now, why does Biden dislike Saudi Arabia? Well, in October 2018, a Saudi dissident and columnist, freelance for the Washington Post, named Jamal Khashoggi, was lured into the Saudi embassy in Istanbul, Turkey, and assassinated. He was strangled and dismembered, got worldwide headlines. Nevertheless, President Biden's going over there to talk with the man who allegedly ordered that assassination. Now, there are currently 13 OPEC members, Algeria, Angola, Congo, Guinea, Gabon, Iran, Iraq, Kuwait, Libya, Nigeria, Saudi Arabia, United Arab Emirates, and Venezuela. Some of those countries, as you know, hate America. Biden's visit if you want to be honest about it, and I always do, is embarrassing. Why is it necessary? Because during his first week in the White House, Joe Biden suspended all new oil and natural gas leases on federal land. Then he openly endorsed the Green New Deal and called for the USA to be completely powered by clean energy no later than 2050. The result? Gas prices surged. The average gas price under Trump, $2.47 in the four years. The average gas price under Biden, $4.10. And those higher prices led to everything going up. Thus, today we learn inflation is topping 9%. That means that each one of us has 9% less money than we did two years ago because of Joe Biden's foolish energy policy. And that is hammering the Democratic Party. And that is why Biden is in Saudi Arabia begging the sheikhs to harvest more oil. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it. If you'd like more honest news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com. And I hope you consider my new best-selling book, Killing the Killers. In a moment, something you might not know.
Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 37 years ago today, the world's biggest rock stars orchestrated an international concert to end global hunger. For 16 hours, musicians held simultaneous events in 15 different countries. Here is the story of Live Aid. It was the brainchild of Bob Geldorf, the singer of an Irish rock group called Boomtown Rats. In 1984, Geldorf traveled to Africa after hearing reports of a catastrophic famine in Ethiopia. And indeed, millions in Africa faced starvation. Geldorf returned to London and recruited Europe's top artists to record a fundraising single to ease world hunger with donations that would buy food. The supergroup consisted of members from U2, Duran Duran, and others. They released Do They Know It's Christmas in December, and that song remains the best-selling single in British history. The song also hit number one in the USA, and then the American pop artists came together to record their song, We Are the World, featuring Michael Jackson, Lionel Richie, Bruce Springsteen, Paul Simon, Tina Turner, Bob Dylan, and Stevie Wonder, among others. In total, both songs raised $60 million to fight the famine in Africa. But the crisis continued in Ethiopia. So Geldorf proposed Live Aid, a giant global charity. Organized in less than two months, Live Aid was launched on Saturday, July 13, 1985. The lineup featured more than 75 acts, including Elton John, Queen, Madonna, Sting, The Beach Boys, Mick Jagger, David Bowie, U2, The Who. The artists perform at Wembley Arena in London and Philadelphia's JFK Stadium. Satellites beamed a live TV broadcast of the event to more than 1 billion viewers worldwide. 40 different nations held telethons for famine relief. Live Aid ultimately raised $150 million in direct money for Africa. Geldof was later knighted by the Queen for his efforts, but tragically, and this always happens, a lot of the $150 million was stolen. Back after this. 
I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.